planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Hey, this is Harlot from the Butcher Baby. This is George Corp from the Fisher from Kelma Corp. Hey, this is Rex from Kill Devil Hill. This is Wednesday 13. This is Jazz from Devil Dottie. This is Odorous from Water. Listening to Rabbit Noise. On Rabbit Radio. Turn it up. And we're back on Rabbit Noise. That was Dead in the Water from Pop Evil's new album, Up. And here to talk about the new album and all things Pop Evil is from Man Lee Kikati. What's going on, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, man, it's an absolute pleasure. It's great you could join us because, you know, this new album up is heavy, catchy as hell, and I really think you guys have outdone yourselves. Uh, how was the vibe within the band when you were uh, writing this one compared to uh, Onyx? Oh, thanks so much. Yeah, no, it was. It started in the studio for sure, you know. I mean, we just, the support staff that the whole team had for each other, this record was just, was just A+. Plus. I mean, everyone was put the egos aside and everyone was ready to work and really like do our part to make sure this was the best pop evil record we've ever done you know and it started by just being in seattle i think the first bit of rainfall we got it felt like we were cleansed it almost felt like we had a rebirth and everyone was focused everyone could see straight see better what the mission was uh, mission at hand and just amazing how it kind of all came together and we knew that we wanted to do some more experimental things to just really help solidify our identity and you know, I guess when when you ever you're making a record, you have an opportunity to either regurgitate past successes or take a chance to really expand and do some different things and challenge your fan base and your listeners. And and um, we definitely had that in mind when we were making up, and we wanted to do something a little different, challenge our fans to to uh, you know get that best of both worlds, kind of show people and show our fan base kind of the influences that have helped us, you know, be where we're at. It was just awesome to get the opportunity to really. Um, hone in and, and experiment to get the best kind of best kind of guitar sounds, the best tones, the best lyrics, and of course, eventually the best songs we felt we could pull forward. Oh, it's epic, man! It's uh, it's such a great album. I've been uh, honestly really been digging it, especially the track uh, "Ghost of Muskegon." Is that how you pronounce that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great yeah, track, Ghost man. Muskegon, I, I, oh, thank you so much. You know, it's funny, and I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate. It's, it's you know, for for us, we we from a small town in Western Michigan, and you know, always wanted to be in a rock band, and you know, have my rock band be playing arenas and all that stuff that kids dream about. And I was always told when I was younger that I needed to move to Detroit or move to Los Angeles or New York, and I just you know, you're a band in a small town, you don't got money for that kind of stuff. So yeah. it was always felt like it was such a long shot, and and you know, I always wanted to get out of my hometown. I always just wanted to leave and. Ironically, when we were doing this album, I took a couple of days and some off days and I just got in my car and I drove from Seattle to uh, San Francisco about 12 hours and I booked in the ride. I booked down um, on my phone. I booked a visit to Alcatraz and I've always wanted to go. And um, I've always been denied because if you don't book it months in advance, mm. you don't get in. They're just like really strict and they don't care who you are. I remember the girl telling me, she's like, I don't care if you're Metallica, we've made Metallica wait. I'm like, oh, okay, well then Pop Evil's going to have to wait too then. So, <laughs> so I finally got to go to Alcatraz and I remember sitting on Alcatraz and I was in one of the cells and, 
and I was looking off and all I could see was the golden gate through the cell and the, uh, and the waves kind of blowing. And I was like, wow, ironically, I've been searching my whole life. Couldn't wait to get out of my hometown. All of a sudden I found the ghost of Muskegon. Muskegon, Michigan is the city where I grew up. And, um, I found the ghost of Muskegon in a jail cell at Alcatraz being like, wow, like here, these people so many years ago dreamed of that eventual dream which was to be released to be free and to get on the other side of that bridge so to speak you know to get off the bay and and here i was you know searching for my own identity with with my band and, and with this song and it reminded me that all these waves are kind of going by in the bay while you know you're doing your thing in australia i'm doing my thing in michigan it's like so many waves all the noise you can make but still not, nobody knows and of course it's so it's so um it's so metaphorical to to a, a musician's journey. It's like, it doesn't matter how much success you have. I mean, three number ones on the last record, but still there's people that don't know the band, you know? And so you always have to grind. It's like that, it's like that lifelong dream about being a successful musician. You have to get out there and keep making more waves and be heard constantly. It never ends. So it's kind of weird. How I went to Alcatraz and found my own ghost, the ghost of Muskegon. So that's the story. That's, that's crazy, man. This really seems to be getting bigger and bigger for you guys. It really, it really has, you know, and we, and we know that, and that's why with this record, we really wanted to uh, stay focused, hence the, the, just calling it up, you know, it's like, there's so many things to complain about, you know, and uh, I mean, I'm, I've been guilty myself, like, ah, oh, what if rock, what if this was 20 years ago, what if this and that, you know, it's like, look, man, putting that all away, like, the bottom line is we're here, we're now, we're having success, we get paid to, to do music for a living, it's like, what more did we really want anyways, you know, so it's like, so important for us to like shift totally just our, our mentality and our way of thinking. It's like, look, man, we're going to be more positive about, um, about the things that are going on both on and off the stage. We have to more be more appreciative of each other. It's a blessing to be able to play with each other and be able to do this every day. Instead of complaining, I think the positive energy is the positive things. You know, we stopped drinking. I stopped drinking in December. I've been just all about making sure my vocal is ready to go. I mean, every album gets bigger. Every album cycle gets longer. And if you're not healthy, man, you know, you don't know how long you get to do this. So, you know, I think that understanding that early, and we've had the blessing to be able to play with such legends, Judas Priest, Molly Crew, Kiss, I mean, you name it, we play with them. So, you know, when you notice all those pros that you love and idolize aren't drinking and staying focused, it's like, wow, maybe we should take a, a, a note from their book and start doing that now before it's too late, you know. Oh, totally, man. It's it's a good plan, especially, you know, they, they've been in the industry for so many years, so... You know, a lot of bands go out on the road and they think, yeah, let's party it up, and they just burn themselves out way too quick, you know? It's true, man. I mean, we've had plenty of our time to party, and we just feel like those days, like, if we really want to be a band that can make a difference, we're going to have to get focused and work harder than the next band, you know? And that's what we're trying to do now. It's very militant. It's very sports-related. I mean, we have a lot of songs that relate to sports, and we're really taking that the hardest time around, and we're training, and we're doing all the stuff behind the scenes to hopefully you know, give ourselves a better chance to um, stand the test of time and hopefully make this record our biggest one yet. I think it will be, man. I, I think it's it's just going to be up and up for you. Well, that's the top. <laughs> it's definitely up and up for you guys. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, uh, Thank you so much. No worries, man. Well, uh, we're going to go to the track in disarray from up now, and uh, we'll be back very soon on Rabid Noise.
Hey guys, just want to take a minute to give a shout out to our podcast supporters, RW Promotion, who are the best in the business when it comes to printing posters, flyers, banners, badges, business cards, you name it. They've got what it takes to help you get everything you need to help spread the word about your band or business. And uh, with a blistering turnaround, they'll make sure you get your product ASAP. So get in touch with Richard and the team at www.rwpromotion.com.au or shoot them an email at info at rwpromotion.com.au. Also want to give a shout out to the guys at Blacklight Art and Design, who in my opinion are the Gold Coast best screen printers. So, uh, you know, we've gotten many band shirts and even our own Rabid Noise shirts done through these guys. And uh, they've also got one of the fastest turnarounds I've ever seen. So all quality prints at competitive prices. Uh, So whether it's band merchandise, sporting teams, promotional garments or workwear, you know, they've got you covered. So hit them up at www.blacklightad.com.au or email them at info at blacklightad.com.au. So big thanks to those guys for helping us to bring you this podcast each and every week and for, of course, supporting the metal scene. So now it's back to Rabid Noise. And we're back on Rabid Noise with Lee from Pop Evil. Now, you know, you guys have been doing this for many, many years now, and uh, you probably learned all the do's and don'ts in the industry, uh, which is what we touched up upon before. But what's the hardest lesson that you've had to learn being out on the road? Uh, I've learned a lot. But, I mean, getting back to what I said, I think the hardest lesson for me was being able to put the bottle down. You know, I mean, I'm, I love a good Jaeger bomb. I love some vodka and cranberry. But, you know, it's just like my... The way it was squeezing and squishing my vocals, man, I couldn't sing, you know, not being able to, nothing's worse than being on stage and knowing what your voice can do, but your body won't let you do it. So, you know, that, that was one valuable hard lesson I had to learn. But another lesson you had to learn is how to, how to manage your family away from home. You know, how, how do you manage your family and friends that have given up everything for you guys to be here to finally say, wow, you know, um, you guys are second because my fans are number one because I'm on tour. But then, you know, make that comparison when you finally do get home to make sure that your your family becomes number one again. So kind of juggling that balancing act that is your normal life and your, your personal professional life is, is definitely, I think, the biggest lesson that you continually strive to learn to get better at. Awesome, man. Well, as we mentioned before as well, I mean, you played with Judas Priest, Motley Crue, and uh, you also played the massive download festival. I mean, holy shit. That would have been awesome, man. Yeah, it was, man. I mean, finally, you know, and this is a true blessing of the band. We finally, you know, we, we fought and fought for so many years just to try to get to Europe, you know, it's hard enough. Or actually, we fought early to just try to get to Canada at the time, and we finally got in there, and we're really pestering our managers and able to get to Europe, and, and finally got to crack into Europe the last album cycle, and it's just been, obviously, playing main stage on download. It's been going so well for us, getting feeling like getting a late start. Of course, our big dream was always to get your way to Australia, New Zealand, you know, maybe even Japan after after we get with you, get to see you guys and head off to Japan. But it's been such such a grind. So you know, now that I'm talking to you and this just slowly becoming a reality for us, it's just it's just overwhelming, man. We're so excited to um think about all the fans on your continent or your side that could be um, popular fans. And we're so excited to get your way. I mean, we're hoping to be there sooner than later. It's just the fact that managers are, are talking about, you know, Australia and New Zealand and, and Japan and just heading your way in general is just such a huge win for the band. And it's something that I know all our guys are, are extremely excited about. And for all our, our buddies that are in, in bands that have played, uh, of course, your way, they all speak just 
so positive about how the fans are just so receptive and so excited to rock. It's, it's definitely exciting, and, uh, you know, we're, we're counting the days, man, until we can finally make that a reality. I, I think it's definitely going to happen, man. There's there's a lot of people down here that are keen to see you play, and uh, especially with this new album, I think it's, it's going to really break you uh, into a much, much bigger market. And you've got and you've also got uh, Big John down here behind you guys as well, who's like the best guy in the industry. Yeah, yeah, we really do. It's just amazing to see how fast everything's kind of moving and to think the album's not even out yet. So we're, again, we're just kind of, again, just trying to stay healthy, just brace ourselves because if it is anything like that, I mean, it's going to be a crazy couple of years for the, for us personally. So um, we're, we're, we're just excited, man. I mean, we're, I don't think it's really hit any of us yet. We're all just kind of like, just kind of getting anxiously excited about getting this music out there to our fan base and uh, just seeing what, see what happens. Have you ever been to Australia yourself, like holiday or anything like that? Never have. I mean, it's been, I think when you grow up in the U.S. too, at least for me in Michigan, the dream, you know, you always get those cities, you know, you always want to go to Paris um, because, you know, you, the U.S. always romanticizes that city. Of course, Sydney, Australia, you always see, you always see the theater and, and uh, um, just, uh, and of course, all the Animal Planet shows, all, all the wildlife when you got there, everyone in the U.S. I know is fascinated about that stuff. And it's just, um, it's definitely something that we've always wanted to do. But no, man, it's, it's just, you know, I, I know with money and being a broke band member that, that we always were, and I always was, it was just, it just always seemed like that. The only way I could see Australia is from the, the TV side. So the chance now that we might be able to go and, and uh, actually play our music is uh, its definitely something that we don't want to take for granted. And we, we want to get there and bring our A game and prove to everybody that, you know, what we're known for back here is what we do on stage live. So we can't wait to, to bring it on stage one day. Oh, man, oh, we can't wait either, dude. It's its very exciting times for you and uh, all your fans down here. So uh, we're going to go to the track Deal with the Devil now. Thanks for hanging with us tonight, man. And uh, I wish you all the best. Oh, with my the new- pleasure. And uh, get your ass down here as soon well, as you can. You. Thank you so much. Can't wait to meet you and all, and all the listeners, man, when we get your way, man. We'll come today. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 